You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. 389 tangents and counting. So once more we've emerged from hibernation, from a hiatus. Yeah, that was my fault. I went to Thought Park with my dad. No recording, How but, uh, dare you, sir? I got on a few having a fun evening. How dare you enjoy family time, aside from me? Mate, I'm dragging you on Nemesis Inferno. You see, these words mean nothing to me, yet they inspire fear. <laughs> it's fine, though, because, um, yeah, I had a good weekend there. Um, a day after that, though, a bunch of crazy people actually uh, went into the park and started attacking guests and staff. It was really messed up. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, seriously. A bunch of guests went This is went total and... news to me. What, they... Yeah. Okay, attacking people how? Like verbally, physically, um, emotionally? Okay, so they, they all went in without face masks during the horror mazes. They were shoving people. They were screaming in people's faces. People were just hiding in the cafes and buildings and stuff. Like, seriously, like actual thugs. For what reason? Do they need a reason? It's not you, known. It's just yeah. knobheads. It's just knobheads being knobheads. That's just weirdly... Sp- Organized and specific for, you know, normal knobbery. Yeah, you'd expect that at, say, a football match, but not a theme park. Yes. Knobbery at a, at a football match, as expected, they're already there. And the knobbery just kind of comes as a result of, you know, them all being there. But to specifically travel to a location to congregate and then commit knobbery as the end goal is just kind of off. Yeah. That's, that's weird. I feel bad for the staff there, because they're already working, like, way past their limits in a pandemic. I always feel bad for staff. Oh, yeah. Big up to all the key workers. I am staff. (laughs) And like you with your cushy tech job. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) I have no, um, I have no You Silicon Valley elite. I I worked in retail for the last few years. Go back to your microchipped wrists and your and your your funky slides instead of stairs and your ball pits in the lobby you silicon valley <laughs> dick <laughs> you're out of touch with the common man what's this internet of things you people have been pushing when did this turn into a class warfare podcast i was supposed to be the one to incite this <laughs> now, yeah, the walls have crumpled. You've um, unmasked me as some sort of latte sipping liberal. <laughs> well, you were the real hero of the revolution. Indeed, you are but the useful idiot. I will be the commissar now. This podcast turned really weird really fast. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, the hell were we talking about? Uh, nothing much of interest. Um, now, this is why you people come here. Well,. This you person come here. Hey, mum. Thanks for listening. So, so the general plan for this episode, folks, is uh, it was originally going to be uh, we both ramble on about robots for like an hour and then call it a day. But yesterday, or like this morning, I think it was very early this morning, the uh, the trailer for the new Godzilla anime dropped. Uh, so plans change, people. We're talking about that for like as long as we can, and then maybe robots. And you missed my four-hour diatribe about why people should be sexually attracted to Jet Jaguar. Oh, that, that'll, that'll come. That'll come. 
So this is this is weird. Like we we bare, we've barely been told about uh, Godzilla Singular Point because the the news about it came out like a like a month ago, maybe two months ago. Not a significant amount of time, and I found out like a few hours before it was announced. Not that I've got any kind of deep insider source or anything like that. Like the leak was out there, and I found out from you know Tumblr for, you know, for some ungodly reason. Um, and then like ten hours later, it was officially announced. What's what's the point of leaking info like less than a day before that info becomes public? Unless you're some kind of government whistleblower, you know. If it's something like this, like you, you kind of miss the. We got to leak the like, anime yeah, to be... stop the missiles from launching. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So we got a uh, like a line art of Godzilla's profile and a lot of red, and that was it. Like, yeah, yeah, this is coming. Then we got confirmation from the official release, and then like yesterday or this morning, very early, we got like a full-on trailer and unfortunate confirmation that it's going to be a Netflix original. So yeah, oh, it's um, Netflix I specific. I mean, it's a damn sight. I hope better you don't like physical release. The last arcs they did. I mean, it was bugger all monstering in the last few. True, true. But that was by design. That was specifically requested by Toho. The weirdos, like they, they, they specifically told. Um, I think it was Polygon who did that one. Um, they, they told them that they didn't want like monster fights, like in the the live action films. Did they think that Godzilla 2014 was a template for how kaiju well, movies no, should he, be? Okay, you haven't watched all of these films. Okay, Godzilla 2014 has loads of monster fights by comparison. The fight with King Ghidorah... <laughs> wow. The fight with King Ghidorah isn't a fight. King Ghidorah comes out of his wormholes, bites Godzilla for a bit, and then gets his, um, his uh, cheat mode disabled by the mods... And then Godzilla's able to uh, kick him from the chat. Welcome to <laughs> the Godzilla anime trilogy, where all the action is heavily implied. Yeah, no, he doesn't even fully emerge. It's just all three of his necks. And they're all warped really long because of gravity wells or some whatever. That just sounds like they couldn't yeah. be asked to animate the body. Uh, they absolutely couldn't be asked to animate the body. You do see the full body, but it's like a JPEG that they move closer to the camera. Ooh. And it's all in it's all in dark shadows. Same with Mothra. You do see Mothra, but she's a psychic echo, and it's just like a static image. Man, that trilogy was. I'm gonna make you watch it, and we're gonna do a whole episode on it. Yeah, fair oh, enough. Boy. I'll have to bite the bullet and suffer that. Um, that being said, the new stuff looks promising. It looks so much lighter in tone. It looks it, it looks fun. It, it, I'm looking forward to it. I just wish it wasn't on Netflix because I, I like owning things physically. I like hoarding DVDs and Blu-rays, and it really bugs me that I've got a uh, an anime trilogy shaped hole in my collection at the moment. Well, and give it a couple weeks and you're half little DD, my friend. Get yourself a DVD burner. Well, well, yeah, I could, I could do that. When a meteor wipes out all of Netflix's servers. The only people to have the remaining copies of BoJack Horseman and the Godzilla anime are the pirates. The king. Yeah, Godzilla Singular Point is looking interesting. Uh, so the two studios behind it are Bones, who did Razaphon, which I have like one volume of and I still need to watch. They did Wolf's Reign, Full Middle Malchemist, <laughs> Mars Daybreak. <laughs> How long were you waiting to drop that one? 
I just thought, oh, they did Skullman, sick. Really? Nice. Yeah, no, I still need to finish that. I've got it on Blu-ray, not Blu-ray, DVD. I imported it from America because I saw it on Rights of Anime and just like, oh, Skullman, you say? And I just proceeded to not watch it for a while. But you were so keen uh, on Skullman. To... You were telling me all about Skullman for a while. Okay, yeah, right. Skullman is great, but the anime is weird. How so? Okay, mini review for Skullman. Skullman doesn't really do much in Skullman. I'm pretty sure that there are multiple episodes in which Skullman does not actually make any kind of appearances. It's one of those animes where, or it's one of those series, stories, whatever word I'm looking for, where the title character is not the main character and is more uh, like a foundational element of the story rather than the driving force of it or the point of view we see it from. Okay, just a bit of a non sequitur here. Um, I just typed full it. into Google, and it already auto-corrected with full middle Malcolmist. I'm in the system. I am interface! <laughs> smash that like button if you get that reference. That's the only time I'll ever say smash that like button. You say it again, you fool! <laughs> uh, they also did full middle Malcolmist Brotherhood. Darker than Black, which I tried to watch. It was kind of boring. Hero Man, uh, I think that's the one that Stan Lee was involved with. Yes, I was right. Is that the one with a pick of... Where's that common pick of him with the coffee? I do not know. I mean, he was involved creatively. Oh, he right. So well it wasn't been. the cameo. It might have been. I didn't watch it. I just know there was an anime that Stan Lee was involved with. Yeah, it's Hero Man. Is it? Yeah, it's got Stan Lee uh, asking for some coffee. I did Space Dandy, which I love. Captain Earth, Soul Eater Not. I liked Soul Eater when I was 13. Was I 13? Maybe. It's around that age when you like Soul Eater. Uh, Space Dandy 2. Snow White with the red hair. I had a friend um, in a server a while ago tried to convince me to like that. They did My Hero Academia, Mob Psycho 100, Bungo Stray Dogs, I've heard is good. I've not watched it. Carolyn Tuesday. Hmm. Still haven't seen it. It looks interesting. Uh, and then Studio Orange is tackling the CGI animation, which will most likely go to the monsters and like intricate mechanical doodads. Yeah. And they've done Majestic Prince, Black Bullet, Active Raid, Norn 9, Dimension W. I know nothing about these. Uh, they did Land of the Lustrous. I know a little about it. I think it's Steven Universe, because all the characters like gemstones. And they also did Beastars, which I'm not at all sure if it was actually good or just edgy. Yeah, but everyone wants an edgy version of Zootopia, though. Well, maybe so, but we have fanfiction.net for that. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm not a smart man. Sometimes I'll, I'll get confused as to whether or not something is edgy or if I'm meant to find it good. And I enjoyed Zootopia when it wasn't getting... <laughs> okay, I'm going to continue that sentence because it sounds funny. I enjoyed Zootopia when it wasn't getting weirdly sexual. <laughs> no, I like Beastars. It just got weird sometimes. Yeah. With regard to the 3D aspect of uh, the upcoming anime, I mean, it's going to happen. It's a staple now that things have to have 3D modeling to help, and especially for the monsters, but I'm still not kind of that keen on it. It's still low frame rate in comparison to the 2D uh, animation. Watch Watch Beastars. It'll change your mind. It's like Beastars I'm watching Into the really Spider-Verse. Oh, Into the Spider-Verse is good. I like that. Sony tried to copyright or trademark that animation technique. Of course they did. 
Oh, I was little little anecdote on the Spider Verse uh, subject. I was working at the at a cinema while that was out, and I kept getting people coming out complaining about the um, uh, about the picture quality. Like, oh, the um, oh, the screen's gone all fuzzy, blah 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 blah. And I had to keep explaining to them that it was um, actual stylistic um, choices that they were complaining about, not a, any kind of fault. Wow. So um, yeah, they have this kind of uh, kind of color bleeding effect going on like old comics used to where sometimes different colors will kind of bleed outside of the edges and that kind of thing or sometimes we go a bit blurry uh frame rate um was also um throttled for certain characters like miles um starts out the film in uh 12 fr- uh, not 12 he, he's it would be 12 wouldn't it yeah frames per i think 24 is the film so, standard yeah yeah, Peter Parker is animated in 24 frames per second because he knows and is comfortable with being Spider-Man and knows how to do it. Miles is in 12 frames per second. And then once he gets his kind of his own Spider-Man suit and kind of comes into his own, then he moves into 24 frames per second. That's a really cool way of representing character development. It really is. I love Spider-Verse. I hope the sequel doesn't suck ass. Fingers crossed we want our Leopard on. No, oh, yeah, uh, I think that's been confirmed. Anywho, the um, the directing for this uh, for this anime is given to Atsushi Takahashi, who has done an episode of Space Dandy since that was like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not legacy. Um, oh, blimey! Like um, Outer Limits or um, uh, how can I remember Outer Limits, but not the more famous one? Twilight Zone. Anthology. Oh, Anthology yes. series. So each, each episode had a new director. Uh, the, he also did the uh, Blue Exorcist movie. Wakfu. Ride Back. Kimonozume. Magical Shopping Arcade. Abenobashi. <laughs> We're falling down a real rabbit hole in anime, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I've not seen anything here besides Space Dandy. Uh, it was a good episode of Space Dandy. It was the court episode, so that was a... Yeah, it was a decent episode of Space Dandy. It looked all right. I'm vaguely familiar with Wackville, but only in name. I know it's French. Character design is handled by Kato Kazue, who created Blue Exorcist. And pretty much only Blue Exorcist. Uh, she also did Robo to Usakichi. I'm sure that has a you know recognizable title to people who don't speak Japanese, but my anime list insists on not listing the uh, English title. Apparently, ah, you got to be a purist. Also did Salaryman Exorcist Okumura Yukio no Aishu. Either either that's a spin-off of Blue Exorcist. Or she just really likes exorcisms. And finally, um, Eiji Yamamori did the new design for uh, for Godzilla. Just specifically that. Maybe like, uh, all all is all has been said is that he's in Godzilla's design. Maybe he also did um, uh, the rest of the monsters. But either way, yeah, it's pretty decent filmography. So he was a um, key animator in a lot of Ghibli films. Uh, but but we got Whisper of the Heart, Princess Mononoke, Batman Superman movie, World's Finest, My Neighbors the Amadas, Spirited Away, Cat Returns, 
Howl's Moving Castle. So just as a quick aside, that's really good. Everyone should watch Howl's Moving Castle if you haven't. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of really big names on books. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're cheaping out on it. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they got Studio Orange to do the um, CGI and not, you know, Polygon. So with all the uh, the boring lists out of the way, let's talk about the actual trailer. I mean, my man, I was hyped. I, I, the the designs are very different. Rodan just looks like your thing. standard pterosaur. I'm assuming it's Rodan. Yep. Who else would it be? I don't know. They've got some other dinosaurs and stuff in there as well. Yeah, may, maybe so. But no, that's absolutely Rodan. They've got he's got the uh, the two horn thing going on. He's got the ridgy belly thing, and he's bright red. Although Rodan's usually more brown than red, unless he's fire Rodan. But yeah, Rodan's in it. Uh, everything else, well, I mean, okay, everything but Godzilla is pretty much unconfirmed. But we're pretty sure we know the other monsters in it. We got uh, we got Jet Jaguar. We've got Jet Jaguar. At long last. Considering the tone of this series, you can't do it in something dark. Jet Jaguar is supposed to be light-hearted heroics. You can't stick him in anything grim or dark. You could give something the same name and make it look vaguely like him, but it won't be Jet Jaguar. You can call it something edgy like uh, like Jet J and have him be some kind of... uh, 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 nanomachine swarm that eats monsters from the inside out or something like that. That's too edgy. Um, but yeah, we've got Jed Jaguar. He looks a bit ropey, but I'm just happy to have him. You mean because he's got really skinny arms and he looks fat. But a big old barrel chest. Looks, It looks like a 30-year-old skinny fat man. It is the 30-year-old what? boomer in robot form. What I'm hoping for is that they're going to do this thing where they kind of upgrade him throughout the series, you know? Oh, true. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm just happy to have him in any in any form, really. Uh, we also have probably, and everything we say from here on, it was going to have a big old asterisk next to it saying probably. Because nothing's been confirmed yet, unless it's been confirmed since this episode has been recorded. And if we're right, then in which case we knew it all along. We're really, really smart, so believe everything we say. Or if we're wrong, then uh, clearly they did it to spite us. Are people really speculating that blue thing is Gabara? There is no way. You don't think it's Gabara? For one, where are the ginger curls? Where are the curls? Look, okay, look, male pattern baldness is a very serious issue, (laughs) alright? So is this like a grown-up one, the same one from the kids' dreams? Where he started out as a bully, now he's just middle-aged and bald. Peaked at high school, married his high school sweetheart, and just became kind of, a cop. You know, slaps her around every night. That sounds about right for Gabara, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm absolutely convinced that's Gabara, and I am absolutely on board with it. I Jet Jaguar, his return was inevitable. He, they were just waiting for the appropriate project to put him in. Oh, yeah. Because Gab, uh, Jet Jaguar has had a cult following for, for ages, and it's only been getting more and more vocal as the years have gone on. And Toho must absolutely be aware of this, because they're planning on expanding more into Western territories, and you don't expand into a territory before doing market research. Um, you know, if their biggest 
if their biggest property or one of their biggest properties is Godzilla, you, you'd expect them to pick up on, like, you know, what's a cult classic, what's a fan favourite. Jet Jaguar must absolutely be on their radar as being popular. It's definitely so, iconic. Yeah. You can't confuse it with another similar mech. Nah. I'm kind of digging the chunky Anguirus we've got going on. I'm just rewatching the trailer at yeah, the moment. Yeah, we've got Anguirus back. And you can tell it's Anguirus. I'm not too keen on it because I'm, I'm a sure Anguirus fan. But it, it's definitely... You've, you've it, not been happy with any Anguirus. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm down with it, though. It looks cool. But I'm still kind of like, ah, it's not as good as my boy Shore Anguirus. It's not got a guy on his hands and knees in a monster suit. You know what I'm talking about? He's not, he's, he's not dark enough. Yeah, he's kind of like That's really... That's my big thing. What's the term? I could, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find the spot now on the trailer. Give me that screenshot, boys. I know what you mean. The coloring's not right. It's sort of like a uniform orangey color all around rather than having a defined area of a shell. Though he has got a nice mm. big red underbelly. Also, he's all spikes. Speaking of underbellies, because um, I've got no other way to, nowhere else to put this. You know, Blue Oyster Cult uh, was originally, or at least members of it, originally belonged to a band called Soft White Underbelly. Really? They had a song called Mothra. It's absolutely bizarre. You should all listen to it. It's on YouTube. Just type in Soft White Underbelly Mothra. It is nothing like Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla. It's really weird and trippy, and I like it. Kind of prog rocky. Didn't expect that. This is this is not related to anything. You just said the word underbelly, and I just wanted to get this news out there. <laughs> you're welcome, Internet. Are there any kaiju that you're hoping to see revealed? Um, Hedora. Oh, damn straight. That's a, that's a given. I'd love to see something like that. I'd love to see something like that animated. Like, I like both Hedora suits. I prefer the original. There's only so much you can do with suits. Uh, Hedora is a monster that would absolutely benefit from being animated. Mm. Either in part or full. Um, oh, Gorosaurus. My boy Gorosaurus. I don't remember. I'm, I'm watching this thing on loop. I'm trying to see. Let me just figure out. I know that there's Manda. Or hinted Manda, because obviously that's great. Um, people are saying Titanosaurus from a shot of one aquatic That's absolutely monster. Titanosaurus. I'm going to try and pause it now with my lightning fast reflexes. Yeah, I mean, I can what? see it. Different body type. So I see they're going for a more realistic, Looks funny like quotes, whale. dinosaur kind of thing. And yeah, that's one way to make it a kaiju flick. Yeah. Uh, some people have pu pulled out some shots from it and are... Um... They're saying look like um, Ebira, which could be interesting, but still mm. others are saying that it's it's just Manda again. I wouldn't say no to Ebira, but Ebira is far from one of my favorite monsters. I like it. He's just there. Uh, I wouldn't lose any sleep. You got a great big, is it a lobster or a shrimp? Shrimp. Big old shrimp. Everyone makes a lobster comment, but it's absolutely a shrimp, right? But yeah, the I can't remember what, because I'm, I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at Anguirus, and he's got like, this weird kind of crest thing going on. And maybe it's just the fact that his, his shell just kind of goes up rather steeply. But it reminds me of one of those... You know those dinosaurs that look like Triceratopses but aren't Triceratopses? An Ankylodon? No. Steratosaurus? No, no. Okay, look, you say that, but that word means nothing to me. How do you spell that? S-T-Y... Oh, I got it. Yes! Yeah, that's, that's absolutely one. it. How did you... Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of that. At least in the head department. I can kind of see, yeah, 
A little. I mean, not not one to one, but you know. In terms of actual shots of Godzilla. We had a very brief one of the head, and yeah, okay, I mean, it looks pretty fierce. I'm getting a few GMK vibes. One problem I have with pro- with promotional material, though, is why has it always got a show with the mouth really, really wide open? It's not Shin Godzilla, damn it. This isn't supposed to be part body horror. This is a light-hearted kaiju romp. Well, not, well, not well, they l- just told more to light-hearted it. than Shin Godzilla, at least. They just told him to do it happier and with his mouth open more. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I would buy a whitest kid you know happier and with your mouth open T-shirt. They'll probably do it. The anime trilogy had its head firmly lodged up its own anus, and you can tell that from the art style because everything looks rather bog standard, generic, quote unquote, realistic anime. This one's got a bit more personality to it. Like there's there's enough exaggeration. And, yeah, the characters all look unique. I mean, sure, you can kind of pick out their archetypes just from looking at them. But that just shows good character design, you know? Yeah, they don't all blend in as the same sort of figure. Yeah, like they didn't take the same character model and just tweak a little bit, you know? you got the two main characters who, uh, one of them is meant to be an engineer. One of them is meant to be like a scientist of some description. And they're like kid geniuses. That's pretty much all we know. Like for sure, but you got like this little, yeah, little old man with uh, sandals. He's big, bigger, younger guy. Like, it, it, I like him. Like, there's, there's, you can tell, definitely tell, there's going to be some kind of team going on, because three of them or four of them are wearing the same kind of jackets. So they obviously belong to some kind of unit. And I'm going out on a limb here. There's absolutely going to be some kind of boat shenanigans going on, or some kind of ship. You got some guys which are very clearly American because they're kind of blonde, and that's about it. And they've just got something kind of off about them. So I'm going ahead and going to assume that they're American. I've got one question, though. Do you think it will be like, as good as the animated version of the 1998 Godzilla? Because that was a gem. That was a masterpiece. That's a toughie. I do, I do like Godzilla the series. Yeah. Um, I think it might be a bit difficult to compare them. I think what they, what Godzilla the series went for, I think is quite different to what this one's going to go for. That one, Godzilla the series was very much a remake of the Hanna-Barbera cartoon, okay. where you had a, a, a team aboard a ship summoning Godzilla to deal with um, issues, you know. Uh, this one looks, what's the best way to word what I'm feeling? It looks more like Godzilla is taking an antagonistic role here. Okay, I can see what you mean. So, I mean, I don't know if I want to hope this one's going to be better than Godzilla the series, because I enjoy Godzilla the series. But at the same time, I'm not sure I want that to be the peak of animated Godzilla. Well, maybe not the peak, you know, because Godzilla exists. It's just bizarre to me that we're going to get a full-on Godzilla anime. You know, I used to wish we had this as a kid, you know? Oh yeah, we're getting a lot of developments in Taku now that we really mm. wished were happening, what, a good decade or so ago? Yeah, we can watch Cougar now, legally. Yay! Well, we can't. Americans can. Ooh! Time to <laughs> recolonize. Okay, so nothing's really changed for us, because I still have to import all the Ultraman Blu-ray sets, and I had to import all the Sentai ones. So yeah, no, nothing much has changed for us. 
Ah, it's a bad day to be a Britbong. I mean, um, Warning from Space came out uh, this month, which was pretty good. Mothra's coming out next month. And H-Man and Battling Out of Space coming out in December, so that's pretty sick. Ooh. Yeah. Actually, you know, Ultraman is on YouTube officially translated, so that's... Yeah, okay, things are improving. They just seem to favour the uh, the US more than the UK. Well, yeah, we're they. just one island. How dare they. I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for this. Um, the title, Godzilla Singular Point, kind of seems to... I'd be interested in seeing what that means. I reckon... It really Since, means bugger all, doesn't it? Well, it it's the kind of thing that can mean. Oh God, it's going to be one of those anime titles where they work it into the uh, into the actual dialogue, and they'll or or they'll bring up the term singular points and they'll use it to describe loads of different things. Maybe the real singular point was the friends we made along the way. No. What are we? Some kind of Godzilla singular point? The real singular point was in you the whole time. <laughs> time to kill God. <laughs> no, okay, I think what it's going to be is that Godzilla is going to be the singular point of Kaiju because Titanosaurus kind of looks like he's got those maple leaf spines. Yeah, okay. Or at least what we assume to be Titanosaurus. Now, I hope this isn't the case because they did something very similar in the anime trilogy. Now, while the uh, the monsters there were were not the classic Toho ones, Oh, you mean in the sense that they monsters. descended from Godzilla? Yeah. So they've already done the whole kind of Godzilla has spawned or led to the creation or evolution of things. So I kind of hope that's not what they mean by singular point, but I think it might be. Oh, no. I know. It... I'm really not I keen know. on that idea. I mean, the monsters look diverse enough that they shouldn't be something like that. But they've still got that big red one with the maple leaf spines. Mm. I'll have to see where that goes. Maybe that's not Titanosaurus. Maybe that's a subspecies of Godzilla. Who knows? I like I like Godzilla being separate and apart from other monsters. Yeah, I feel you. In fact, I quite like Godzilla being one of the few, if only, if not rather, if not only, kind of mutated kaiju. I, I, I kind of like that distinction between him and the others, you know? I quite like the way they did it in the um, 2014 and King of the Monsters films. How they made it seem that all the monsters are completely separate, but they sort of exist together in a sort of ecosystem. Yeah, that is interesting. I, I do like how they've done that, and Godzilla's just kind of the de facto actual king of the monsters by sheer mm. virtue of being the uh, uh, the most badass one. Because they, they kept calling Godzilla the king of the monsters in the, uh, like the, the US um, promotional stuff, and he didn't really do all that much kinging. Of the monsters, it's just nice to see them do that more now. It's, it's it's neat. Yeah. Most of the things I like about Godzilla beyond the original is just because it's it's neat. It's just neat. Yeah, Gargan's got hook hands and a buzzsaw belly. That's that's pretty neat. Yeah, that's pretty badass. I always like that with kaiju. Yeah, especially Showa kaiju. Man, that stuff got weird. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sort of appeal in it, though, in a big, awkward rubber suit. That being said, though, I mean, the Heisei stuff could have gone weirder. I mean, did you see their concept art for uh, for Anguirus? Good God, no. What were they going to do to my boy? Uh, so, you know, you've seen Razor Gain, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, of course, yeah. You know how um, Anguirus's carapace, it kind of split apart a bit? Oh, yeah. 
that was going to be a big thing. Like that was it, it was going to be in two halves. Um, oh no! It, something about a dog as well. I'm half remembering this. I remember the concept art clearly, and he's all very spindly and he's got long legs. What I can't remember fully is the intent behind it. I'm going to Google reason, this right aliens. now. Yeah, just Heisei Anguirus will probably take you to where you need to go. Oh, God, they look like beetle wings. There we go. Now you're looking at it. What crappery is this? Yeah, that's... Uh, let, let us be thankful that they did not go for this. No, that's not... There we go. Okay. The... Um, you're on Google Images looking at it. See the one with spindly legs? I'm on Google Images, yeah. yeah you look for the one with the, yes, the long legs. Yes, the doggy one. Yeah, yeah. That's, I do not care for it. Yeah. Tail looks kind of cool, but that is not my boy. That's something with Anguirus's face. It's wearing his face. It's heresy. That's Anguirus meets the thing. Oh, man. Oh, wait, no. Ang- no, Anguirus has been in a film with Mothra. Destroy All Monsters was a jam. I loved that as a kid. You know what I really want? And this kind of boils down to what I want from a lot of things. I want a Godzilla Slice of Life series. Just, here's what's going on in Monster Island. Pretty much, yes. That's exactly what I want. It doesn't have to be, even have to be full episodes. Just make it like five minute long shorts where we get to see different monsters interacting differently on Monster Island, you know? <laughs> would that, this would that this seems vaguely fun? familiar of something that already exists. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, shame it was pants. From me. There's a um, there's a comic series I've read part of called Kaiju Max, which is a bit like that but darker, where their version of Monster Island is treated as a maximum security prison, and all the monsters and aliens are capable of communicating with each other and have human level intelligence, and the prison warden is their version of Ultraman. It's an interesting series. I still haven't finished the first volume though. I put it down and then just never picked it back up again for some reason. I would only be interested if they occasionally threatened to use red men on them. <laughs> oh man, they I'm disappointed they haven't brought red man back. I feel like his 15 minutes of fame is over now and will never yeah. return again. And they really missed out on just not bringing him back for something like they brought him back for like a stage show or two, but I want I want red man properly back. Like you can you can absolutely kind of reinvent him to this yeah you know, to the fan interpretation now because you never saw any of that backstory in the series like he's meant to be meant to be like a human cop fused with an alien who's like the last of his kind or something like that who no one cares actually no that one works cares really that. well was it a US cop because considering how excessively <laughs> violent Redman is no stop it Redman <laughs> none of these just all shoots these them all while they're trying to run away. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. Oh no. I like that um I like that little fan comic for Red Man where um like it's Ultra 7 kind of interrupts him on a massacre and he gets imprisoned in that orbital moon cube that they had Belly Allen originally for crimes against ultra law. Crossovers that you'll never see officially but really want. Uh I want to see Ultraman Cosmos versus Red Man. Yeah, I can dig that. Two most, I'd I'd love that. I like to think of Red Man as the Doomslayer of uh, the Ultraman series. N- no, and I'll tell you why I disagree with you, and I don't like disagreeing with you on this because it's kind of cool. Doomslayer's quest is a noble one. Red Man is psychotic. Okay, fine. Doomslayer is 
psychotic well, as well. I, I, I but, don't know, though, but isn't Redman supposed to be in Monster Hell? Do you confuse our fan theory for canon? Is that not... I'm trying to think that's now. not the case. That wasn't the that case is, in that Frank's one, was it? For some reason, we, I thought I, it was. I haven't, I haven't read the third volume of that, and it's by the second volume, it's not clear what the hell's going on. Hmm. But regardless, going going back to the original Red Man, it's meant to be Earth. It's meant to be like an Ultraman style series. See, I, okay, that's I why I disagree with you. I think Red Man, I I enjoy him because he's unhinged, psychotic, and his actions are quite probably completely unjustified. Mm. Doom guys are completely justified, and like I said, his quest is a noble one. I didn't have to repeat that. I just wanted to say that again because I never get to say a person's quest is noble. I've been listening to Lord of the Rings, and it's been in fact Im- impacting how I speak. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time we record, you're just going to be speaking Elvish, aren't you? I just want to greet someone with "well met" and not sound like a jackass. All right, but I can't. Mm. We all you wish can't for say that. these things. You can't say these things when you're fat and you got a beard. You'll just look like a neck beard. Time to get swole. Then I can speak in Tolkienian English. Hail and well met. Well uh, met, traveller. How are things this morrow? Have you heard of the High Elves? <laughs> oh, man. Imagine trying to spend a day talking like an oblivion NPC. I uh, work in the service industry. I don't have to imagine that. Have you ever had to sort of Give some random information. Anyone asked about the Majors College? You know, I do get asked some weird stuff. <laughs> some people came up to me while I was at work. I was at the front door because we have to see these COVID check things. And their first, their introduction to me, and this is nothing to do with talk or anything like that. I just want to relate this to people. The first thing they said when they came up to me was, you got any bitches in, mate? Uh, you- Okay, because that's where people would go to poll. A miniature golf course. Yep, I work in a mini golf place. Wow, imagine being Uh, so thirsty that you want to go... So so I look up at them, because they're like... They're a bit taller than me. I look up at them, and I just say, No. Because there's nothing else I can say. I'm totally unprepared for this conversation that I'm clearly about to have. So, um... So they, they say, all oh, right, right, right. Do you do drinks, though? Do you do drinks? Imagine getting smashed so say, at a mini-golf place. This is 20 past one in the afternoon, by the way, on a weekday. Wow. So I, I say to them, well, we do have a bar and cafe attached, yes. And um, they said, right, right, we just want to pick up some women is all. What and the I hell? Them, I, I say to them, this is a family venue. This isn't really the time or place for this kind of thing. And their response to that and I wish I could make this up. Their response was, oh, right, right, right. You got any milfs in? <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to, my, I'm thinking to myself, well, probably, yes, but they're also with their children and their husbands right now. <laughs> it is 20 past one in the afternoon. Oh, oh no. During a pandemic by the way. Imagine being that type of human being. I know. Ima- and wow. I, I couldn't... So I, I just tell them that, yeah, it's probably not appropriate. And I said, oh, right, right, we'll be back in an hour. And they, just, they didn't it, come back as far is, as I was Is 2pm when the MILFs come in? <laughs> yes, that's designated MILF hour. 
<laughs> Designated solo MILF hour. Waiting at the hybrid bar and cafe of a family-oriented mini-golf institution for well, them to be We do have a rather up. extensive array of gin, so... Ah, yes, true, but you, you, don't, you don't go on the pole drinking gin, do you? Oh, you'd be surprised. Gin's actually quite popular these days, or at least last I checked. Ooh. Yeah, it's disgusting. I hate gin. To quote Ailstorm, I am a cider drinker. Oh, gin isn't too bad. The problem is, I'm not I too keen gin. on gin and tonic. Just way too bitter. I, ugh, I, just, I really don't like gin. I don't like gin and tonic. I do not like it, Sam I am. I'm trying to think of I don't some understand. sort of rhyme. <laughs> I would not drink it in a glass. I would not drink it out of ass. Why did he not ask you if you can do shots out of asses? <laughs> they look like the type who who would want that, yeah. Ah, uh, but he didn't ask it. He doesn't party hard enough. Oh man, you you. Oh yeah, because we were talking about NPC dialogue. Man, that was a. Uh, I, I'd say I'm you grateful. held you held it pretty well, um, considering <laughs> a very far out of field. That was yeah. that was not something I was ever prepared for, but I am now. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Now, that, uh, out of all the guest interactions I've had, that's one of the more enjoyable ones I've had, because it's just so dumb. Ah. Oh dear me! This is rather off topic. Back to uh, well, want to talk about Jet Jaguar for a bit? Yeah, everyone's uh, favorite fan designed. Well, it was definitely it was a fan that did yes. send that in, right? Yes, and like the other fan submitted content competition, whatever's, it's completely kind of changed. Like, um, let me try and find it because I'm, I'm pretty sure Jet Jaguar was definitely meant to be the star. I mean, functionally, he still is, but it was meant to be Jet Jaguar, the movie, not Godzilla featuring his pal Jet Jaguar. I swear in Germany it was either King Kong or Frankenstein versus Megalon. Definitely Frankenstein. Frankenstein, that's it. They did it. that a lot. That's one thing they did in some kaiju film posters. Yeah. They'd I, sometimes well make Godzilla in the poster art look like King Kong or something. Or they just, I yeah. Don't, I don't quite understand it. Frankenstein, is that a big thing? Or was that a big thing in, in German? Was was Mary, Mary Shelley wasn't German, was she? No, it's just really weird that they marketed it that way. I'm reasonably certain Mary Shelley was English. Just for some reason, they they couldn't get enough Frankenstein. They love it. I I still haven't seen Frankenstein Conquers the World. I would like I to. I mean, yeah. I mean, the German version of Godzilla vs. Hedora, allegedly, according to this one poster on the internet, is a Frankenstein's Kampfgegen die Teufel monster. Teufel's monster. Teufel's monster? It's really weird that they try to get that out of a Godzilla film. There must have been a a reason for it. Now that kind of thing doesn't happen consistently or well even at all without a good reason. Did they do some weird market research that said oh Germans like Frankenstein more than Godzilla? What like how there were so many Bruce Lee imitators? Yeah it's just weird. It is a weird choice not one I would have made. And is definitely not related to Jet Jaguar. I love Jet Jaguar. And did did I send you that that link to that fan film trailer for like you did. Jet Jaguar versus so M11? Many yonks ago. And they, yeah, they got the actual. And they M11 got the actor original in... actor. Yeah, oh, I love man. that. And I'm, it's such a shame that it's just a trailer. 
That's such a dumb idea that it's just right at my street. Like, I say it's a dumb idea. That's a really dumb idea. Yeah. And it would make for a fantastic film. I want that to be a full film. If you're a fan of it, it it is your jam. Screw everyone else. Oh, yeah. It's there for the best kind of fan service. I've not I've not seen that video in in years, but I'm pretty sure like they reference the yes, my boss. Yeah, they do. In it. <laughs> I need to find it and rewatch it again. That was fantastic. Man, the Futurians were Okay, hey, I've I've got this thing that's really bugging me and I need to get it out there. Gigan would have been a better choice for Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. The Heisei one. I don't know. King Ghidorah, I, I guess, must have had a bit more. What's the term? A bit more of a presence like value? worldwide. Oh, absolutely. Like uh, you could show someone a pic yeah, of obviously. King Ghidorah, then a pic of Gigan, and you ask them to say, which one of these is from Godzilla? More often than right. not, I'm guessing they'd point to King Ghidorah. So you're 100% right? That doesn't mean you're right. What kind of gish yeah, gallop I'm- nonsense is this? Am I right or am I right? You're wrong. No! In terms of market value, absolutely King Ghidorah is second only to Godzilla. Or maybe Mothra, depending on what way the winds are blowing. E- either way, either way though, in terms of the story, I, I still think that Gigan would have worked a bit better. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it just... I started saying something that I only kind of had notions of in my mind that it would be a decent thing to say so i've kind of stuck myself in this rut but god damn it i'm not backing away now <laughs> i mean what would you do with a heisei gigan have fun is what i would do you're not supposed I would have to have a fun grand in old time i would enjoy myself to hell and back wait until final wars to have fun that's what we all did i do i have a lot of fun with that movie Except the scenes with Manila. My god, the movie just grinds to a halt. Yeah, they had to be put there, I'm feeling, but we all agree. No. This this isn't me doing the whole kind of, ah oh, ha ha, I hate Manila, he's ugly kind of thing. Because, yeah, he is, but I, I, I'm fine with Manila in terms of design, at least. It's just that those scenes are just so disconnected from everything and so dull. I like the part where he tries to hijack a truck. That was the best scene involving Manila in that movie. It was the only good one. Just by how ridiculous it was. But yeah, no, Manila is fine in Son of Godzilla. Good, even. Designs off. Somehow the show one looks better than the Millennium one. It's because the show one is a bit more rough around the edges and looks a bit more... The, the... It looks more organic because of that. The Millennium one is too clean too plasticky it looks too looks like it came straight synthetic. out of a mold yes plus it's just weird seeing human-sized kaiju interacting with people i don't i think you have to redesign a kaiju a bit for it to interact with a person yeah maybe i'm just wrong either way one bad thing about a movie it doesn't disqualify it it's not it's not bad better movies have had more worse things in them for every manila in that movie you've got a don fry ah yes true and that's all that matters oh why why him? Not that I'm complaining at all, I'm not. But I just wonder why. Why him specifically? He wasn't I guess particularly they needed name. the appeal of a Westerner. Right, right. But you could have picked anyone else. Was was Don Fry big in Japan? I don't 
I mean, look at him. Physically, yes. Well, <laughs> I'm guessing by average height, sure, he would tower above. But I wasn't thinking about height. Fry? Was, I was not was thinking about a, height. Was there a, another list of people that they went through till they got to Don Fry, or was he always the intended one? Now, I'm going to go ahead and assume he was always the intended one, because you do not cast Don Fry in a movie without some design being in place there from square one. Hmm. They could have gotten Eric Roberts to be in that movie. Eric Roberts will do anything. It's amazing what people will do for money. And so we realise we are now at another hell of a tangent. We're loving it because we're trying to get away from what we initially intended for this episode of the podcast. Giant robots. Mecha. Big metal boys. We were more interested in discussing Jet Jaguar and prowling mini golf places for MILFs. I mean, look, I respect the hustle. I just don't respect it on my turf, you know? <laughs> the mine. Mine, I tell you. Quick, giant robots. As a wise man once said, you dig giant robots. I dig giant robots. We dig giant robots. Chicks dig giant robots. Guitar riff. Nice. I swear to God, that was the stinger for one episode that we did. Actually, speaking of that episode, it I do probably have was. one thing to talk about in relation to robots. So remember when, a few years ago, there was the supposed real mech fight that was happening between Megabots Inc. and Swedabashi Heavy Industry? I choose to not remember anything more than a few months ago, but yes. Yeah, that was it was quite an interesting thing. We were quite hyped for it in the beginning. And unfortunately, what we got out of it was a heavily scripted oh, thing that was just a bit of a mess, really. Because, for one, it's... the Karatus mech could not actually turn. It can only go forwards and backwards. But <laughs> it, it's, yeah. it's hard not to get hyped up when the words robot and fight are put yeah. into any kind of context or sentence. It looked like it could that have been is... a good thing, but it was just kind of pants, actually, because it did seem so scripted. But it looked fun. They used the standard American way of filming stuff, like, oh, no, it's getting a drone, and all this is happening. And they followed it in uh, true robot jocks fashion by having a ranged um, period. Then they had a designated melee period, which I think was kind of nice. No Jeffrey Combs, though. Shame. Achilles! I love Robot Jocks so much. That film was an underrated That's a gem. Weirdly, hey, look, we may as well talk a bit about Robot Jocks. It's, yeah. it's, it's on subject. It's on topic. It Robot is. Jocks is really good and you should watch it. By God, should you watch it. It's on Netflix, last I checked, in the UK. Watch it. Please. It is really, really good. And it's got it the tanked, weirdest... It it didn't deserve to tank. It's got the weirdest, like, world building. It doesn't need the world building it has is my point, because the it's not a man-against-the-world story or man-against-nature or anything like that. It's a man-against-man. It's, it's, they live in a weirdly oppressive um, kind of post-apocalyptic society in which you have adverts promoting pregnancy. All food is a plain white, has a plain white label on it stating what is in it. There's a scene where um, our main character comes to visit his his brother's family, and um, his brother's wife says, "Oh, um, oh yes. you know, we're celebrating. We're having real meat." There's like a hot dog floating in this is gruel. Yeah, it's just the None one of this... sausage. <laughs> it's yeah. not even a sausage; it's a hot dog. Yeah, 
And um, the premise for the film is that there is no such thing as war between nations with armies. Instead, they sort out their problems with giant mech fights. Yes, our main character is illiterate and didn't even read his own contract because he couldn't. Um, he's he's doing these fights to kind of earn a better life and stuff like that. It's got a bit of a Starship Troopers thing going on there. Not to the same degree, but in a similar kind of vein is the point I'm getting at. Um, but none of this matters, which is why I'm so confused that it is there. I don't mind that it's there. I like that it's there, and it makes the whole film a lot more richer for it it's just weird that it is there and done in that way in a film called robot jocks then there's a subplot about cloned ones being used or like what is it test tube babies and stuff but it doesn't really matter it just feels so secondary but it's good to have a bit of world building i so i'm usually against weird kind of delayed sequels and reboots and remakes and all that junk I think that they do have their place, but it is for stories and projects that didn't reach their true potential initially. So yes. Robot Jocks, I would say yes, remake or reboot Robot Jocks. Definitely. Remakes should be for things that didn't work out before. Remaking a classic do doesn't do it. I remake mean, Lion King. Um, oh, for Doctor Strange. Lion King did gangbusters. Wasn't Doctor Strangelove uh, remade by the original people just because they had better technology and a better budget? I do not know enough about Doctor Strangelove to tell you that, actually. I have not heard of that. But there are lots of things that I haven't heard about, oh, so man. you may be right. Yeah, it's just there to better fulfil the vision, keeping it as art rather than, here's a product, hey guys, Robocop, let's resell Robocop. Let's make it worse. And but... make it less gory yeah. and less satirical. What's the oh point? god, yeah, they played it dead serious, didn't they? Yeah, there was no, I'll buy that for a dollar. There is, or... Robocop is the perfect cyberpunk satire. There was none of that. Ah, oh, what's the point if there's no soul? Ed, no, Ed 209 was portrayed as being competent and badass. Despite, oh, that's definitely Despite losing to Robocop, like, Robocop has a, have you seen that movie? The new one? No. Yeah. Hell no. Okay, so Rob towards the end, Robocop has a full on extensive action packed fight sequence with a squad of Ed 209s. And sure, he wins, but there's no pathetic falling down the stairs and squealing like a stuck pig. Man, that, that would be fan service. Come on. That was the point of Ed 209. Yeah. The point was that it was poorly designed and not fit for purpose. That's why they went with Robocop and not Ed 209. Yeah. Robocop... A Robocop reboot or long-delayed sequel could be done incredibly well if you made that the point. Because Robocop 2 is literally about Robocop 2. If you made Robocop again and made it about Robocop again... You could make you could work a decent amount of satire into that, but no, you. Oh God, there's even a bit in it where you remember in the original where um, you got that montage of uh, of Murphy kind of semi being being semi conscious and people talking around him and over him. Oh yeah. And, and one of the one of the scientists says, "Oh, um, we've salvaged everything we can. We've yeah, his brains 
functional and we managed to salvage his uh, his right arm or his left arm or Wait, we talked like about that. the bit where they take off his, his other arm. Yes. They did not do that in the reboot. He still has his left hand. Even though they make a specific point of mentioning in the original that they were getting rid of it despite the fact that it could be salvaged. It's not even the same OCP. Wow. That just feels lazy. And it doesn't it's even... It's supposed to be a criticism it, of how dehumanizing and it, yeah they do it for some kind of dna lock or something like that you don't have to do that that's just stealing stuff from the 90s judge dread film why are they remaking a good film by taking elements from a bad film it's it's so bizarre and they show you the original robocop design as well like um uh, uh what's his name michael keaton plays like a steve jobs ian or kind of character running OCP. There's not like a crusty old man doing it anymore. It's more of a, a trendy, younger old man doing it. Uh, and he's scrolling through a bunch of um, scrolling through a bunch of designs and one of them is the traditional Robocop thing. And they do that thing that I hate so much where they like reject the classic thing. Oh no, make it black. Now, remember what they did in um, the first X-Men movie? What would you prefer? Yellow spandex? Yes! Yes, I would. We just need film adaptations to accept a bit of the silliness. Because, man, not everything has to be tactical. Yeah, things should be less tactical, if you ask me. I like tactical designs as a side thing. I do not like them as a main thing. A tactical redesign yeah. or, a, or, or a specific situational thing being tactical, fine. It's a good way of showing that things are getting serious, and you got to break out the uh, whatever. I, I I care so little about tactical designs that I can't be bothered to finish this sentence. Fair enough. Um, going back to the topic of robot jocks, I would love to see it remade. I mean, it would probably be one of those spiritual sequels, so it would be a film that has a different title. But as a concept, yeah, it sounds really cool because it has aspects of your standard mecha film with. Well, it's more like a sports film because it's also considered a sport. You get crowds of spectators. And the film has a scene in the intro where the protagonist accidentally kills a bunch of them. That should happen in more sports movies. That was an interesting direction to take it. I wasn't expecting the movie to go in that kind of direction, but it did. I don't shy away from how, how dangerous this sport is, which is good because it involves like rocket punches and stuff like that. It's great. Oh, yeah, the action scenes in that are incredible. We were in love with the final battle oh. because um, the bad guy's mech was heavily upgraded, had these uh, four legs beneath it. Yeah. And it would it it flew down. It had, like, this massive jetpack mounted to it. It looked so cool. I want, and, I want model oh, kits. I love, I, love oh. making, I love making Gunpla. Plastic crack yeah. has taken over my life. And it put me into over a grand of debt while I was really super depressed. I love robot model kits. I want model kits of robot jocks. Yes, especially during that scene where it has the crotch-mounted chainsaw that deploys. Mm. Because I, that, the, like the engineers must have known that there will be a time when it will have an enemy mech between its legs and it needs to deploy the crotch chainsaw. <laughs> it's like the chainsaw gun from uh, Metal Gear Sahalanthropus. Slightly, I mean, still relates to robot jocks. I wish they would do... I know it's a bit too much to ask for continuations of films in actual films because those are expensive and require the involvement of lots of money and lots of people. 
You know what I wish they'd do more? And this is like a general thing I want. Comic sequels. Like good ones. Not just stuff they churn out? Yeah, that would be really cool. Actual continuations of the story. They did a comic um, adaptation of George Lucas's original script for Star Wars that I've got. Um, they did one for Tim Burton's Batman 3 called Batman 89. Ooh. Was it 89? They did one for that anyway. Um, oh, yeah. And they did one for the initial draft of Alien 3 as well. Yes, they, they've turned that into an audio book, audio drama thing on uh, Audible too. Ooh. Um, so that's, I wish that they would do that more. And Robot Jocks is absolutely one of the ones I want them to do that too. If they would, because, sure, like good comic writers probably aren't cheap, but they're a darn sight cheaper than making a film. Oh, yeah. So if you used comics as a medium to continue these promising universes, I think they really should do that more. And that's easy for yeah. me to say because I know very little about the comic industry. I mean, I run a podcast. My whole thing is sitting and saying, oh, yeah, this, in my layman's opinion, is good, or they should do this, or they should have done that differently, and not actually having to figure out how to do it. But, yeah, that's what I think. If I, if no, I acknowledge my own faults... What we do is sit in our armchairs and make demands. Because yeah. that's what we do on the internet. Because, hey, look, we have a podcast. We can be entitled as hell. Yeah, we're we fans of these goes. things. They owe us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if anything, man, we're I, the boss. I feel dirty now from that reference. I've got to get in a shower or something. Ah, oh, dear. But yeah, no. Um, Robot Jocks comics, please. And thank you. Yeah, I dig that. If we don't get a film adaptation, I just want some continuation because it was good. It was enjoyable. It was a really nice romp and the use of stop-motion animation yes. in... Yeah, and the fight scenes, it felt so good. Mecha, stop motion, we need it more, please. Mm. Get Henry Selleck on it. Dude's the god of stop motion animation these days. I want a mecha film from Henry Selleck. That being said, any more robot stuff coming to mind? I'm desperately trying to think of something, but all I had for me was... Ooh, remember that uh, cringe real-life robot fight? It reminds me a bit of Robot Jocks. And then just a whole lot of gushing over robot jocks. I'm nothing but giant robots, my man. I've been binging Gundam lately. Ooh. I've been binging lots of Gundam, actually. Oh, no. It. I got into Gundam a few years ago, and it just completely took over. I went to a convention and bought like the uh, the movie trilogy of the original series and just fell in love with it immediately. And I will wow. not stop until you get into it as well. It's super good. I finished um, Gundam Reconquista in G. And that's a confusing mess of a series. That is... The... You know how in a series or a story you will get exposition to explain to you what, how, and why the world works? There's there's no mm. there's no exposition, which makes it a lot more realistic because people aren't saying to the camera, "Well, as you know, blah 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 blah." You get none of that because these people know that the people they're talking to already know, so they don't need to add the "as you know." They don't need to do the whole thing, so you kind of have to work it out as you go along and you can but it makes it rough going yeah that would be kind of an issue for a casual audience yep but it's good and what it does i think because what it does is weird and out there and not really done very often so i can't tell for sure if it is good or not but i enjoyed it mostly kind of probably it looks nice and the characters are good whatever i still need to make it through gundam wing 
which is not as good as I hoped it would be. Good lord, a Gundam series you're not too keen on? Uh, look, That's I, impossible. I don't. I, I hate Seed and Seed Destiny, my man. Wing is just kind of blare. People don't have real motivations, or no, they do have real motivations. They just don't have understandable motivations, and they're just a bit. Yeah, the mech design is cool though. Character design is fine, very nineties though in some cases. I'm more of a Universal Century boy. The uh, yeah, the the original kind of run of you know the original universe they all take place in. So how many sen- So how many universes do they have? Oh God. Um. So you got the Universal Century series, which is the original Gundam and everything from that all the way through to Gundam Narrative, which is the latest chronologically. Um, then you've got the Mobile Fighter G Gundam series, which is when they decided to go Super Robot for a series. Then you've got Gundam Wing, which is its own um, universe. What came after Wing? To be honest, I'm Double hearing o. you mention some series, and I swear I'd never heard them before. That's a lot of Gundam. Oh, it's, there's more. There's Double O, there's Seed and Seed Destiny, there's Age. I feel like I'm missing some out. E- either way, though, um, like some of them are technically in their own centuries, because that's how they mark it. Like, uh, oh, Iron-Blooded Orphans is its own thing as well. Um but then Gundam Reconquista in G takes place in the Universal Century timeline, but they've used a different century system after that. And all of them kind of tie up in turn A Gundam, which is what they all converge on, and that's kind of where the timelines lead, and they all turn into one after that. And ah, Sid Mead okay. did extensive mechanical design work on turn A Gundam, which is pretty nice. It, it looks very different from most Gundam, because it's, um, it's where the guy did uh, Aliens and Blade Runner. It is neat. I like Gundam. More more importantly, Sunrise likes the amount of money I give them. And I've um I I'm finally watching through the original Gundam series because it's like how long is it? Like seventeen hours long. Whereas the movie trilogy is only like seven hours. I mean, it's good, but it it just drags a bit. It's a seventies anime, of course it drags. But I'm coming up to the bit with Rombaral, the best character, so I'm looking forward to that. Because he pilots a goof, which is one of my favourite mobile suits. It's the, um, I'm sure I've shown it to you, it's the blue one with the with the whip. Oh, yes. I love the goof so much. I don't know why I like it, I just do. There's no reason for me to like it, it looks just like a Zaku, but blue, with different weapons. It's just mm. something that taps into my monkey brain and I says, oh yes, goof good. I'm going to drag you kicking and screaming back to the West, and I'm going to mention the Titanfall series. Because, oh. frankly, I loved those games. I like Titanfall 2. Yeah, you didn't play the first one, did you? I don't care about the series, I don't care about the story, I don't care about the characters. What I care about is the fact that I can wall run and double jump and pilot a giant robot and kick people into a blue, uh, blue mist? Red mist. Oh yeah, frankly, that's why I was interested in the game. I yeah. got it, what, a few years after release. And the first game, you're not really missing out much. I did like the scale of it because it was, well, annoyingly, it was multiplayer only. You were all basically on a massive thing where you had to amass points by killing other players, killing NPCs, doing objectives. It felt really cool and immersive. And when you had enough points yourself, you could summon a Titan. And yeah, it was good. Yeah, the sequel was great. I didn't want to play the first one because, it's, like you said, it's on um, multiplayer oh, yeah. only. It I was don't unnecessary. Care. I do not care about that. I wanted to pilot a giant goddamn robot. 
And stomp people. And uh, fortunately, the single-player campaign in the sequel provided. Yeah, but it's dead short. So I'll wait until it was on oh, sale yeah. and pay like five quid for it. So that was pretty mm. sick. It's short, but it was competently made, wasn't yeah. it? Like I said, I don't care about the story. I did not listen to any of the, any of the dialogue or anything like that. I was listening to an audiobook at this time, I think. <laughs> wow. See, I love the plot of these things. You're just like, nope, I'm in my robot. I'm doing stompy yeah, robot that's, things. That's all I want it for. Okay, I love wall running and double jumping. My monkey brain is very simple yeah. to please. That's all it takes. I like wall running. It's fun. The gameplay was fantastic, yeah. but I'm kind of disappointed that the franchise has now turned into, oh yeah, Apex Legends. Oh. I'm thinking, no, I want a third Titanfall. I would love something with a campaign or some multiplayer modes that feels like Titanfall again. I'm not keen on Battle Royale. Ew. I don't really care about all of these characters. I don't care of your colorful menagerie of free-to-play beauties. I want my big stompy mech. I think... Apex is... Wait, oh God. What was one you said? Was it Apex Legends? Yeah, Apex. Okay, because there was another one that came out at the same time that has a similar name, or maybe not. And for some reason, they occupy the same space in my brain. So I always get one confused for the other one. Anyway, uh, I got I tried that because I still had PS Plus at the time. So I tried it because it was free. And I, I spawned in, I walked out of a building, and I got sniped immediately. So I closed the game mm. and went to play Yakuza. <laughs> well, look, I that makes me sound like an incredibly sore loser. It's it's not. I just don't like. I, sorry, I don't see why I should devote any amount of time to a game where I can die just like that for no fault yeah. of my own. If I cannot react to an imminent threat, then it's not based on skill. It's based on how long I can hide for and outlast people. I'm not... No, what you should do is keep on doing that same thing, dying, not learning, and just getting increasingly, and sh uh, increasingly salty and shouting at everything. Ah, uh, that seems like a reasonable response. Yes, I think I shall do that from now on. You have opened my eyes to a new world of gaming. Mum! Really get me my tendies! And raise your voice by two octaves. Re. Go full-on angry squeaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me! Oh, I think I robot jocks and Titanfall. Yay! I'm looking at the waveform. I think when I shouted, it kind of peaked a bit. Whoops! That's okay. I'll fix it in post. Or don't. It might sound better that way. It'll wake up our listeners. Why are they talking about? Oh God! I just want to get back to Godzilla. I love how our subject matter that we initially planned is dwarfed by the intro because, frankly, it was more interesting news. What well, can it's we new talk news. in the field of Mecca? You might even call way it. way too much to discuss. For this, we're only just talking about favourites. For you, you could dedicate hours to talking about Gundam. Oh, yeah, we I could. We can't really give you slight introductions to things. No. I Look, I have dedicated most of my brain to useless information. I do not remember how to do simple mathematics anymore. Mostly based on a personal choice to forget it, out of spite... But when it comes to Gundam and junk like that, oh boy, I can talk. I can talk for hours. Maybe I shouldn't be proud of this fact. Maybe this is a evidence of a personality disorder of some kind. Perhaps I should look into that. Well, I don't know. An encyclopedic knowledge of Gundam is definitely an interesting thing. Maybe one day, once you've researched enough and amassed a large enough collection of gunpla, you will roll up to the nearest mini golf course and ask, "Do you have any bitches milts? in tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy, I wish I was cool, <laughs> as cool as them. <laughs> oh god. Oh man, a, a couple of veritable studs they were. <laughs> oh god, look, I, no matter how bad I feel about myself, at least I'll know I've never asked. <laughs> there are any bitches in. You know you're at rock bottom when two nerds in a Tokusatsu podcast are laughing at you. <laughs> oh god, you're right. Man, how lame do you have to be for us to bully you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh, how man. the tables have turned. How the turns have tabled. Uh, so yeah, robots. Yeah, I think that's about it, really. I mean, I'm hyped for this Godzilla series. It was a nice trailer, we saw some monster action. I mean, Anguirus is starting to grow on me, but yeah, I just want to see what we get from it. Yeah, I'm t- look, it's a Godzilla anime, I'm down to clown until I'm until it's proven crap in which case i called it all along as long as it's not up his own ass i'm I'm fine with it and based on the art style it probably won't be oh no i'm gonna have to rewatch the trilogy in order to make a proper comparison Ooh, let me know when you do we can make a whole episode out of that misery i think i may suddenly be working a lot of overtime <laughs> well i'm self-isolating so i'm not woo yay rona 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 rona, rona. Man, it's going to be weird listening back to this, because this is... We're in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, yeah, we've, we've definitely not dated this at all. Yeah, this is going to be old school. A timeless school. classic. For those of you who are listening, congratulations on surviving. Greetings, dear listeners, in the future. Ooh. Oh, hang on, oh, wait, hang on. No, our normal listeners anyway will be in the future anyway, won't they? Relatively speaking, yes. That's how linear what do you mean, relatively speaking? works. It'll be like the weekend or something like that. That's more than relative, my dude. It's multiple days. Yeah. I know, but in the grand scheme of things, what are a few turns of the Earth? So anyway, if we could summarise things that we've learned today, it is new Godzilla anime looking good, robot jocks, good, mainstream movie remakes, bad, Titanfall, want more. Also Gundam, good and very, very costly. (laughs) Oh, um, actually, before we we wrap up, I'd just like to mention my personal favourite robot of all time. Sex robot, sex robot, sex robot, sex robot. Where did he come from? <laughs> what does he want? For those who haven't watched The Whitest Kid You Know since our last recording, please watch it. It's very good. <laughs> good is subjective, but it's very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, does, does sex robot count as mecha? Well, it's, it's technically a man inside the suit. <laughs> Oh dear me. I'm going to sound like an absolute psychopath if people haven't watched Whitest Kids You Know. So, this has been a pair of absolute psychopaths. Have a lovely day. Absolute Psychopaths is my new punk band name. No one else can steal it. See you later.